Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Master of Punk's Tamer Sages, the King of Ring himself. But your boy Thicky Smalls, Jerome Michaels, in the house. Another great episode of Real Ass Podcast leads into your boys, Slick and Thick, here on Gas Digital. If it's Monday on Gas Digital at 2 p.m., that means we are live, 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 baby. And let me tell you what a weekend I had here, boys. I had an incredible weekend. It was uh, New York, Anthony Cumia, the whole nine. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you all about it. But first, let me introduce my co-host here. All right. At six foot three. 215 pounds, and every one of them is a problem. The master of punks, the tamer of sages, the CEO of the RNC, and the king of the ring himself, Slick Mick the ruler, Mickey Gall, ladies and gentlemen. Why, Ashante, G. Ashante, Ashante. Nice to see you. Buddy, good to see you too. I uh, was on uh, Anthony Cumia, Compound Media, had a lot of good things to say. Big fan of the program, likes our show. And that's, he never uh, listened. He's lying. You know, he might have been, but he, but he said it out loud, and that's all that matters he for better, the clip. He, he for needs the to clip. listen. But here's, the, here's the, the real thing I need to talk to you about. You know, as a, as a gentleman uh, of the world, as somebody that's, that's been around and seen a Are lot of things. Are you talking about me? You, you. I'm talking about you. Oh. I'm talking about you. Now, hey, my flight, uh, my flight was delayed. Yeah, I don't know why it's all on me the whole time. Yeah, I know. There we go. Thanks, thing? buddy. So the... Uh, my flight was delayed. What I wear this nice shirt for? <laughs> so my flight was delayed, as you well know. And uh, it was a very, Shit, very... what else is new? You like that, Ben? All right, thanks. Chris was a little quiet about it. Anyway, are we on? Yeah, we're on. So your flight was delayed. What as else you well is know. fucking new? As you well know. Flights and, are always uh, delayed. Very, very busy four days. And I was, I was supposed to get in at like 8 o'clock. I didn't get in until almost midnight. And there was a, a young lady. A young lady said... Uh, you aren't real. She had uh <laughs> she she had a Is that what she said? She had a she had an itch that only I could scratch. Now You got I, some I, plain pussy? I'm tired here. No, no, it's after I've landed. After I've landed and and I'm tired, Mick. I'm I'm a little I'm I, tired. I, G, I'm a little off on the storyline here. So so I land. And right, I, and so I, you so we're landed. So you, you went from flight was delayed but, to oh, you're already fucking but at I the was, destination. I was supposed to. I was supposed to have plans for once I landed because I was supposed to get home at a reasonable time. Understood. But now I didn't get now home. I'm, well, now that you say all the words that yeah. are important enough for me to understand the story, I'm, I'm with you. Keep going. Sure. So as I get home, I'm a little tired, right? I'm tired. Sure. I'm feeling grimy. I've been in the same shit for hours. Oh, yeah. You got to shower after the plane. Got to shower after Like, after a plane ride, I don't want to sit on my couch. I Get in my bed. Are yeah. you crazy? I don't want to get... Especially. Yeah, especially I'd, with the, the absolute grotesque nature of New York these days. No, New, just New, the New airline, any airline, cesspool. bro. And yeah. it, well, I'm sure we'll get into that. <laughs> I'm sure you can't wait. You're a chomping at the cesspool. bit to shit on a, our home fucking toxic, neck of the woods, yeah. our Jersey, New York. Still had a, people. Here. Still had a great time. Yeah, but boy, but, d- d- does it need a bath? Um, sure. So, so, so speaking of speaking of a bath, I, I tried. I tried to say, but you're not going to believe me. No one's going to believe me. But this is the truth. I was so tired. I tried to say uh, another night. Another night. Why know? wouldn't I believe that? Another night. You know, because, you know, when, when an itch needs scratching, you know, man's got to see it through, my guy. All right. Right? So, 
So you had an itch that needed a scratch or she had one? No, I always have an itch that needs scratching. That's why right. I know when somebody else has an itch, you can't just, you can't not scratch. Yeah, you don't want to not scratch that. No, so, you know, by God. You're em empathetic. That's right. Yeah. By God, I'll scratch that itch. Yeah. Absolutely. With your feet. I'll scratch that itch. So I go home feeling grotesque from being in this environment for too long. The itch is the G-spot, Ben. Ah. The G-spot. Yeah. She's got, a, she's got itch. She's got itch. Needs scratching. Could also be chlamydia. Either way. Ah, whatever. Take a pill. What? It don't affect Fucking don't never affect had, yeah. never got the clap what before. Are what are you, a fucking <laughs> pussy? Grow up. Grow yeah, up. Grow up. Man. Grow up and take a few chances. Come on. Grow up. So I come home. Now I start the shower. But I'm also aware that the young lady's coming over. I should do a little bit of the manscaping as well. Here's the problem, bro. Oh, bro. Here's the problem. Wait, 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 I'm wait. Russian. What? I'm Russian. What? I'm tired. All right? My vision... My vision's gee, a bit blurry. Gee, I find it hard to believe that a female that's coming over to see you is going to look at you and look at your unkempt bush and be ah! like, ah, oh, it's over. You it's see? over. Now I'm out. You now see, I'm out. I, I, needed, I, needed this council, I needed this council 13 hours ago. Bro, I was, what, what are you waiting for? You were for? asleep. You were asleep. Ah, uh, yeah. I, got, I had to get up early. So, today. you know, but the problem with the manscaping is once you get started... Gee, Something like this, you, yeah, no. It's, Once you gonna, get started, you don't know you where to stop. You can't have a, a fucking half-trimmed lawn. What's going on here? Half-mowed lawn over here. You got to do the under. You got to do the over. It, oh, it, you do it, yeah, you got to do a thorough job. You got to do a thorough job. Because like, why start? And like, what? I gotta? I'm gonna have to start this again. I no, now I'm good I for like. Now I'm good for months. I don't know where. I, it's not like a color in the lines situation here. You're oh, freehand. No. You're freehand freeballing. Oh man. no! And I, I you tell gotta, you, you got a. You didn't have a razor with like where you can just you can try to go as close uh, as possible. I, I, but I, I was tired. I was rushing. I knew that she was fast upon approach. Okay. And I'm trying. So did you I'm end doing up things just by folding feel it here. and just getting it completely? I'm doing things by fear here. I'm doing things by, by feel. feel. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, like our ancestors did. And then it happened, bud. You clipped a nut. Oh, boy. You clipped a nut? Oh, boy. And now you're bleeding, and now you have an unsightly profusely. fucking... <laughs> profusely. Profusely. Now you got a fucking unsightly... Like, they're like, do you have... Like, now they think you have something. It was like... They're like, is that what herpes looks like? They're Googling it. was like shit? the fucking shining in my... In, in, in my. Oh, you're just... It was unbelievable. Drip dropping. It's... And, and to try to, like... You're just blooding everywhere. It huh? just won't stop, you know? And I'm sitting here going like, man, oh man. So like, you know, you like when you nick your face a little bit, you just throw a little toilet paper on there, right? Yeah. But again, I'm going by feel. So I can't. Where where do I oh, put the toilet could paper? Could you not identify where you were bleeding from? I can't identify. It was it was on the underside of the scrotum. <laughs> it was on the dark side of the moon. So you know, and the whole uh, thing, the whole thing. I gotta is, I gotta be honest. The whole thing's wet. The whole thing's wet. I don't honest. know if it's blood. For a I don't know if it's soap. For a guy, a guy like me, sometimes it's like you gotta like like getting into that under section. It, like it's hard. Yeah, you know now imagine I mean? you haven't seen your toes in a decade. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> now I know you got an extra layer there. Ah, you got how, how this I'm is quite God, flexible. God bless I'm you quite for flexible. God bless you for uh, for attempting this feat. Yeah, well, all's, uh, listen. This, all's, this, well, does this lady know how lucky she is? Yes, I think she does. <laughs> think she does. Yeah. Maybe not. She's 22 and she's hot. So I, I was hey, really the lucky there one you here. Go, buddy. <laughs> you know. There you go. Yeah. But, uh, oh, man, I got to tell you, bud, it goes to show, like, one of those things, like, for nobody else. Ben, if you called <sighs> me up at 1130 and you were like, I got a flat tire, I'd be like, I wish you luck. I'm tired. Mm, nothing like a first sip of that brute seltzer. That brute seltzer is good stuff.
Yeah. Oh, bananas. cheers. I'll cheers your brute seltzer with a lovely first form orange. Ah. How good is that? Cheers, buddy. Yeah, I do love this stuff. All's well that ends well. Um, so you yeah. took it down. Took it down, Chinatown. Turns out, did I, you open up uh, I wasn't, your wound? I wasn't as tired as I thought I was. Oh, you have more energy, huh? Once, once I seen the motivation, it, it reinvigorated. This you. was a matter of motivation. Reinvigorated. Yeah, this. Huh? Yeah, this is. This is. You know, you're always talking about the unlimited greatness, human potential. You know, yeah. like anybody can be. If you see another man, I think one or two podcasts ago, Natalie, let me know. Yeah, Nick no, said, I said it. Yeah, if you see another man doing something. You can do it, right? Right. Oh, I'm going to put an addendum to that. If you see another man doing something, you can do it. And if you see a hot chick looking at you while you're doing it, you'll do it better than that other man will. They are the ultimate motivating factor. Yeah. We built skyscrapers gotta, gotta, to get 100%. chicks. 100%. Yeah. Well, the first monkey that built a two-story tent was like, babe, what do you think about that? Yeah. Like, look what I've made. Now look give me thing. that ass. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Give me that monkey Come ass. Come on now. <laughs> Throw some of that shit over this way, huh? Why don't you chuck some of that poo over this way, baby? Yeah. What, you, what you got over there? Oh, that's what you're working that's with? That's right. Okay. Yeah, okay. look at Oh, okay. I look see. Look at this. Look at this bushel of bananas. <laughs> you ever seen so many bananas, baby? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you back that no, red ass yeah, on up over it's here? It's definitely a, a motivating factor for sure. 100%. Yeah, which makes you wonder, like, why gay dudes do anything ever. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do they, like... Why do they, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They kind of don't, though. They just interior decorate and bang all day. They've got a really good fucking yeah. life, those guys. Yeah. Kind of got it figured out. They're on easy street, those guys, man. Yeah, they're just yeah. hanging out with their boys and... Yeah. Fucking... My cousin was on an app once, and uh, he got... Is he he got... a gay gentleman? Yes, yeah. It looks like... You have Pierce a gay cousin? cousin. Oh, I got a couple of them, yeah. I, I got a gay cousin. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Guy, girl? <laughs> He's a guy. Nice. We should, I don't know, set them, set them up. up. They probably banged. Let's be they honest. probably already banged. They're, they're I, both yeah. in the Jersey area. If they're both in the New York Jersey area. They know each other, I'm sure. They banged. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. All if you're right, a dude, yeah. if you're a dude and you think you have a high body count, compared to a hot chick, you don't. And if you're a hot chick who thinks you have a high body count. I would love to discuss this with a, with a gay. If you think you've got a high body count compared to a good looking gay, you don't. They'll knock out more in a week, buddy. You think? Oh, bro. Oh, it's crazy. Huh? Natalie, as as our, as our resident member of the LGBTQXYZ community. That's very real. Is that? Because imagine. What kind of numbers all, are we talking here? Imagine if all the chicks that you wanted to have sex with had the same drive as you do. That's what they gay do. guys are dealing with. It's wow. Like everyone all wants to fuck at the same amount. Yeah. Yeah, my cousin was literally out to lunch with us. This is a 100% true story. He was out to lunch with me and my sisters. And he got, like, a ping. Like, an actual ping. It went ping! And it was, like, he had a, something set up. I think it was on Grinder, And it was a literal, it was like it was like a like an ad. It was like, hey, we're having a, and there's an orgy in meatpacking. Which yeah, is meat kind of hilarious. Yeah. There's an orgy in meatpacking looking for, you know, two power bottoms and a tink. You know, and that's literally what it said. I read Two the thing. Two power bottoms and a tink. I think a twink. I think I might have said that wrong. You know, uh, so, but, so is your is your cousin a power bottom or a twink? I don't know. He's just a good looking guy. Maybe he's a voyeur. Maybe they, like, maybe they like he, an audience. Is he your size or is he? No, uh, well, he's taller. He looks like Pierce Brosnan. He's very attractive. He's, he's man. not a twink then. No, a twink's like uh, like even smaller. No like fucking cousin of mine, Mick. No fucking cousin <laughs> of mine. <laughs> your cousin's a power bottom. God damn right. right. 
He fucking, my cousin just wrecks these motherfuckers. He wrecks them. I bet my cousin fucking wrecks even harder than your fucking cousin. My cousin would wreck your cousin. <laughs> my cousin would fuck your cousin, my cousin up. Would, my cousin would powerbomb your cousin so fucking hard. My dude. cousin would smash your cousin's asshole into fucking bits. My into cousin's bits. asshole would fucking take it, dude. It's durable. <laughs> <laughs> Us goals are tough. We can take a pounding and keep take on a ticking. Pounding. Yeah, you know what I'm that's saying? right. Yeah. Take a lick and keep on ticking. You see this face? 90, 90 stitches in this face. <laughs> Who's, what's got more stitches? Your face or your cousin's asshole? asshole? <laughs> bow, bow. 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 Oh, no. Which, which is taking more straights? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm, it's, it's like so impressive. Where he was literally like, all right, I gotta, I gotta go do this orgy thing. So he just got—that's rude. He just got up and left. Honestly, respect, respect. So like right there, I mean that—that's a five count. I think we know your cousin has a shitty manner. That's uh thats a five count over lunch on a Wednesday, bud. You know what I'm saying? Like that's uh, all right. Yeah, some wild shit. Some wild shit. Saying. Yeah, you ever heard of Natalie? You guys ever heard of bug chasing? You know what bug chasing is? That's where you're trying to get a disease. Yeah, one specifically, the old the hip. What? Yeah, it's I like a, I think you could you could bug that. chase anything though. Yeah, but I think the the original it was like this idea that you to like destigmatize. I just saw HIV. speaking of uh, the HIV, I just saw Magic Johnson donating blood yesterday. Really? To a children's hospital. Is that right? Yeah. I, I don't know how fucking, I feel about that. They clean that shit up pretty fucking good, <laughs> it's huh? Fucking good. Ah, you know what? Still, everybody else go ahead and have it first. Yeah, I want to make sure everybody has I'm, enough blood before. I, I hope I jump never need there. blood knowing that that's in the system. Yeah, that's the old Arthur Ashe right there. That's the old yeah. Artie Ashe, yeah. Uh, you know, hey, look, man. I, I am not in a uh, mind frame of, of trusting the science enough to cycle in some known-to-be-positive blood. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't I mean, I hope... I The guy's lived some life. I mean, you know, he has almost, like, single-handedly, I feel like, made the world kind of unafraid of AIDS again. I, th I think you're kind of right. Like, you know... He's kind of destigmatized the whole thing. Yeah. And and uh, somebody was just talking to us about the Dallas Buyers Club. For people that don't know, great movie, Jared Leto and uh, Matthew McConaughey, about AIDS and HIV medication being so expensive that these guys would sell the medication on the black market. And you know, okay. who, the, you know who the bad guy, the unnamed bureaucratic bad guy in that movie is? Who? Dr. Anthony Fauci. Wait, that was real. Is based on him. I never saw that movie, but yeah. I, I didn't know Fauci had a movie based off him being uh, the villain. He was already. The villain. He was the bureaucratic bad guy who was testing on humans, and they didn't use his name, but it was him. Wow. Wild, right? And then the, he just uh, yeah. had a like a vertical new position. Mm -hmm. Now the lesbian community, I don't think, is nearly as afraid of as AIDS and HIV. Is that right, Natalie? Uh, I would think so, because there's not as much, um... Dick? Semen? Yeah, penetration. Blood? Yeah. There's not enough, yeah. much penetration? Sounds, um, sounds cool. Not with, not with body parts. Oh. You know, yeah, it's more, it's probably more sucking What, what do you licking. think about Dylan Mulvaney coming out as a lesbian, Natalie? Um, that's so interesting, because I assume that she would have like been a gay guy before and then transitioned and was kind of still into dudes and now she's I think everything she does is a bit honestly like I think it's all like what can I say to make the most oh, people, she, like, yeah whether 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 you think she's a guy or a girl we can debate that You're all right. day yeah 
But what we can all agree on is they're an attention whore. A whore for attention. Whatever it takes. Whatever. Yeah, it's just like whatever for the bit. Whatever is going to make people. I got to tell you. So, so, so now cut, you're, cut saying, your dick you're off saying there's a. Uh, the yeah, it's a lot of commitment. That's so commitment you're saying uh, that in a, in a female relationship, there's not that much penetration. There isn't like y'all don't have like your go to like strap ons or like. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. There's that, but like not with. Get fucking. Not with body parts. Get like fucking, you're, you're not going to get. There. Mm. You got like you're a good stroke. How's your stroke game? Not great. Not great. Oh, nice. Great. Well, now let me ask you: for people that don't like penises, you certainly like plastic penises. This is true. I, I'm. They like I mean, penises. They just. Ways, so I can't speak on this. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. What, but, what, uh, what can we do to convince you to come over to Team Straight 100? I got an offer for you. All right. I got an offer, and it is uh, two gently shaven, lightly scratched balls. No, let's start there for for negotiations. What? You just <laughs> offer your set, your own balls? No, no, I'm not there. But I'm sure that like there's got to be somebody else that was listening to my story and going, "Been there, bro. 100 percent been there." Okay. Um, I didn't realize we were gonna make an offer. I had a few more questions for Natalie. Please go on. Um, so what what is the if what is the the sex mostly consist of in a like a lesbian couple? Um, or at least it, uh, a lot that of you know. hands, a lot of hands and oral stuff. To be honest, and then if, okay. if you're like more into which is your not your so pussy eating thing. game is probably a one. I mean, I've never compared it to anyone else, but you know that's that's out there. Good for you, Natalie. You know, comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is a thief of joy. That's true. Yeah, as long as you guys are joyful. Yeah. Well, they you are know? gay. So yeah, they're uh, they're very gay happy. And, yeah, that's yeah, what it means for sure. Um, interesting. So, what type of numbers do you think uh, these gay guys are putting up? Um, I think Jorah's right in that if you if you're a hot girl and you think you're fucking a lot, talk to some hot gay guys. Yeah, don't get it wrong. You're still a disgusting pig for doing that. Hot guys girl. or girls? No, guys. It's impressive. Good right. for you, man. So that's a hard thing to do. Put up numbers like that. But where where does that leave gay guys? Do they lean as guys or do they lean <sighs> lean as people who fuck guys? They're <laughs> like, ooh, I'm such a slut. Yeah, I'm I, I'm impressed either way. I'm impressed either way. Uh, I, I think you know what you know. I, I think yeah, right. Because that's that's no. She's actually making a good point. Yeah. Because it's not. Uh, it's, Plus, it's not, it's not as, as hard. hard. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's uh, where you're wrong, bud. I think it's plenty hard. Right. Yeah. True. I think it's almost. Uh, actually, it's yeah. It's probably. It's almost intimidating. Really impacted. It's, it's almost too hard, all over. So Gerard, if you were a gay guy, you'd be the like a receiver, right? No, not at all. <laughs> what no. do you mean? You wouldn't be a power bottom like your no. cousin? No, I'd be, I'd, I'd, I'd be uh, like a, I'd be one of these like beautiful bears, you know, like one of these dominating guys, like you know, like I'd wait in the back of the orgy until like things were getting slow, and then I'd kick the door open like stone cold <laughs> and be like, yeah, I'm here to give you a nasty two minutes. <laughs> yeah, bow, 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 just just breaking shit like the Royal Rumble. So, uh, is Natalie? Maybe you could help us here too. Um, would Gerard be a be a bear in the gay community? Yeah, I think so. I think so too. I, I mean, I don't know how much chest hair you got. Oh, I have a significant of amount of chest hair. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm talking about with the uh, with the grooming. I kind of like once it starts here, it starts creeping up. You never know where to stop, and the next thing you know, it's hours long. You ever you yeah, ever go you ever go full nude too. there, Christian? You ever do the full uh, the full wax? No. Never did it. Not even once. No. Really. Full body. Full body. Nope. How about you? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. Why? Well, back when I was in great shape and didn't hate the way I looked naked. You I don't want to be a start. bear anymore. No, I wasn't. I wasn't I a bear back then. I guess it depends how then. hairy you are. I'm I, not that hairy. I would have been known as an otter back then. An otter. But the, uh, yeah. So you start on the forearms. You shave the forearms because then with the sweat and the tape, it makes you look really fucking strong with the bat in your hands, you know? But then you can't just, like, stop here. Then you got to go to here. I think we need to get that shirt off. No, this is this is was a then. This is not a now. I'm telling you, it's it's don't do it because there's no there's no stopping, man. There's no stopping. It, it becomes a nonstop thing. You have a hairy back? No, thank God. I don't thank believe God. that. This is this episode is Natalie. Natalie, what kind of gay would I be? Uh, that's <laughs> tough because you're like kind of in between. You're too fit to be a twink and mm. not hairy enough to be a bear. Can so you imagine how obnoxious? <laughs> Can you even begin to imagine how obnoxious sassy gay Mickey would be? <laughs> oh my god! Fuck yeah! I'd be so obnoxious. Oh, my God. You'd be wearing, like, mesh fucking tank tops and shit. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. I'd be wearing, like, assless chaps. 100%. You know? Yeah. We can make That'd this be happen. my shit. We, where, where's, that, where's that Alex Jones frog water? I'll just start slipping it in yeah, at night. Yeah, yeah. I'll start slipping in that Alex well, Jones frog water. And he the starts other grabbing wieners at jujitsu and shit. <laughs> yeah, I start copping fields, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's already been taking the back. I don't know why he's, why he's not passing the guard. He's spending a lot of time in the guard. He used, he to, used, be, to, be Mickey so used good. to be a good guard passer, but you're really spending a lot of time in the guard, bro. What's just going starts, on with you? Just starts petting people from behind instead of choking <laughs> them out, just whispering sweet nothings in the air. Yeah. Oh, you moisture. Yeah. So they don't have a, a t they don't have a term for a, a fellow like me. I'm sure they do because there are so many terms. I'm just not familiar with it. I'll look it up though. I feel I like you're a lazy member of the Roy G. Biv community, Natalie. I know. I uh, don't. I don't participate. You're just like a normal human being, huh? We were told we were getting one of yeah, them uh, crazy New like York gays. Yeah. What's up? Some of us are like that. Some I know. All my family members are just normal people. Yeah, they're not out here, like, you know, twerking in front of children and stuff. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah, it makes, makes it hard to hate. Huh. So, speaking of, of hate, uh, I'm sure you, since you were in New York for about a week, yeah. I'm sure you want to come home and fucking... Or it's it's just gross, bro. And, it's and it's rip gross. On our, on our home. It's, it's gross. Man, they, they, it's broken. They put that thing up uh, not so long ago on, on the... Instagram of you talking about how much better Florida is than Jersey and it New is. York and shit. It is. Some I mean, people, let's be some real. People were, 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 some of my people were not so happy about it. Well. But uh, but also some of them agreed with you as well. You can get angry. But what, are, what are your thoughts in your most recent? you can't recent, say I'm wrong. I thought, that, I thought that that shit, and we should be able to, we should, I wish we could put that in there, that fun, that thing you're doing where you put up like the Empire State Building. You're like, and it had this song in New York, <laughs> and then you like you pan to like the trash, just a you block passed, of trash. And you pan, the next thing is in New York, and then it's like a homeless guy and a needle on the road. <laughs> like, it was that. That was really funny. That was Bro, funny. I, I, I here's the thing: you can't hate something you never first loved. I love New York. I have I had some of the best nights of my life there. I became a man there. Like I love this place. It, it's it's falling to shit. It's you really just, think you can't hate something that you haven't first loved? I don't. I really don't think so. You, like to actually hate something, to like have hatred in your heart for something, to be genuinely upset by something. I think I you know. had to have first loved it, don't you think? I don't know. We'll think about that one and go back to it. You can keep going. With your, so, uh, but here, I'll give you the good stuff. The good stuff is Keats is still awesome. Did the karaoke in at Keats? There's still like some things that you just can't get anywhere else on earth. You know, like you can't go to a karaoke bar till five o'clock in the morning with the cast of Rent. 
anywhere else. Like, you know, and that's a lot of fun, man. Like, you know, hearing Broadway understudies sing Disney tunes in an Irish bar is a once like in a world experience, I mean, you know? Talk about gay. <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. The uh yeah, it was great. And the night ended very heterosexually, which is yeah. even better. But the you took some home? Well, took it to I mean, the gentleman doesn't kiss and tell, uh, you know, outside of the he was early, ten yeah. minutes of this episode. Yeah, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm no I'm though, no man. gentleman. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. But that's another thing. I'm maybe I'm just getting old because you you, you get actually <laughs> I'm gonna call Gerard out. He definitely was like, yeah, 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 slick and thick show. Make sure you check us out. Blah blah blah. We're live Monday. That <laughs> was like a gentleman would never say. <laughs> she's listening right now. Yeah. Hey, girl. If she's listening, <laughs> just know, Diamond, I love you forever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, the but but like you know, you got to close the bar down. It's five o'clock. They don't leave till six. You know, seven o'clock. Who's they? Eight o'clock the in the cast morning. of rent. The they them. Yeah, and then you're limping all day. So, you know, it's it just it it sets you back, you know. Now that I'm not doing my drugs anymore, it's very hard to have a, a you know, a, a, a fruitful next day. Then I had meetings the whole next day. I, I got like 3 hours of sleep. It's fine. It's, it's tough Kumi out here. Kumi was dope. Kumi was dope, man. Compion's dope. Kumi is dope. Had a lot of great things to and say his about audience, us and guests. His audience liked you, huh? Yeah, man. Good people's, man. You I know? think he's hysterical on uh the Chip Chipperson show, which is on Gas. It's <laughs> one of my favorites. Like that that show is so good. I like I remember I'd, I'd, I used to like listen to like Rogan and all these podcasts, sure. you know what I mean? And then it got to a point where everyone, every, all these comedians were just talking about like, we can't say what we want to say anymore. Sure. And like shit like that. And it got, and I was like, all right, like I needed a fucking break. And I remember I listened to Chip Chipperson. Like I was listening to like every fucking episode. I'd be listening to that shit on the plane, like laughing. Like I, I'd be at home listening to that shit, laughing out loud. But Anthony is so good on the fucking Chip Chipperson show too. He like... He's just, he's just fucking like perfect. Like if if they could do every episode together, well they did that'd be, for a very long time. That'd be like one of the, like the I think the biggest shows. It's it's so fucking goofy and just yeah. silly. It's like you know it's it's just funny, man. Yeah, man. I mean you got um, I mean you know those guys helped you know those guys helped define radio in the '90s and early 2000s. You know, and yeah. I think Norton just did something with Trump, which I never expected to see that. Uh, not that Chip Chipperson and, and Norton would know each other, but, you know, it's just... Yeah, I don't think they get along. I don't they don't get along, I don't right? think they're friendly. They're not. They don't like each other, right. from what I've heard. Yeah. Um, speaking of the uh, the dumb politics, there's a new thing I think you're going to like. It's called the No Labels Party. It's looking to run as a third party. Some Republicans, some Democrats. It's like kind of the old moderate Democrat, the Joe Lieberman, the mansion. If you can pull this up, Christian. It's called No Labels, nolabels.org. I want to give it a little bit of play. I want to give it a little bit of runtime. Nolabels.org. Yeah, and they're thinking about doing a third-party run here, which has the Democratic the Democrat establishment fucking livid because they think they're only going to siphon. There we go. Common sense majority. Common sense majority. One of the things that I love about this recent political I like common cycle, sense. That what it's unfortunate I love, how fucking uncommon it is nowadays, though, you know? Yeah, for sure. What I love about this current moment in politics is everybody is sick and tired of the establishment, and I think they're more Haven't open. have been that? I've been sick and tired of that shit since I first started learning about politics. Really? Absolutely. To this level? Like, to the just point about, where... Just about. Just about. Yeah. Well, now I think a lot of people, even and that's even one of the reasons why I'm apolit like apolitical, as you like to call it, like mm -hmm. that I'm not very political. I, I, 
I don't couldn't remember an election that I thought it wasn't kind of between a shit and a fart. I never looked at it. One guy was like, this is a fucking man to be revered. Yep. yep. This is a great man right here. This sure. is a man that I want to be the leader of my country. Yep. Uh, nah. Yeah. I, that, that's something I, I don't know. No, no, that's a great point. And I, one of the things I think that's great about because of the, the current environment where you have so much independent media and nobody really trusts the mainstream media, they did a poll on that. I believe it was CNN did a poll, and 47% of the country, 47%, the most in like 50 years, is open to voting for third party. 47% of the country. So what's this uh, common sense, no label So Joe, Joe Manchin, about? it looks like Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin's a Democrat out of West Virginia who basically— You like him? Yeah, he held this country together. Joe Manchin held he was, this country he was he together. Was like a speaker or something? No, no. It? Joe Manchin is a Democrat. Him and Kristen Cinema are now. Cinema is no longer a Democrat. She's a registered independent. They held up against the most pressure you could possibly imagine to not pass the far left, most progressive. What was Joe Manchin's role? Joe Manchin is a senator from. Senator, yes. got it. Yeah. Okay. So he's from I West like you, I, Maybe I was wrong, but I felt like you kept saying he's a Democrat. He is a Democrat. Say, yeah, no, but I don't think you said that he was a senator. If, but, maybe you did. If, if so, forgive me. But him being a Democrat is more important than where he's at because he went against his own party. He was he was the vote. He was Got the it. no vote on the filibuster. He was the no vote on adding extra. Like, they could have done insane shit. If okay. he just went along with party line, the voting age could be 16. D.C. and Puerto Rico could be states right now. There could be 19 members of the Supreme Court. Like, they were, they wanted to change everything. To make it so that they would never lose ever again. Yeah, yeah. And Joe Manchin was the guy and did it to his own party, who was like, no, this is nuts. Absolutely not. No. Joe Manchin deserves he, a he, lot of credit. He was like operating with like common sense and like yeah, being and, like and realistic and being. He actually based thought about reality. what was best hey, when for people his say people. Based, yeah. When they say like based and super based, like I remember on that video with me choking out Ben. Yeah. You put up like the, uh, that uh, David Carradine thing, <laughs> yeah. and a bunch of people were saying like based, super based, or like, so what does that? What does that mean? It it it's a gamer and like a four chan thing where it used to mean like based in reality, like like tougher, and then it became like a red pill thing where it was like manly, like sort of like that. Anti, uh, it's kind of the anti woke, you know. Good for you, based, Ben. Based Good for in you. reality. Based in reality, yeah. Speaking of that, that that thing's got like between like on that account, that thing's got like millions of hits. Yeah, man. People like seeing Mickey G choke people, people like out. seeing yeah, but, but I think Ben's a star there. <laughs> Ben's a star there, bro. He got yeah. so many funny comments. Based means like sticking to your own morals, whatever those are. I just looked up the definition. All right, I, all right. Based, based in reality. Not caring what other people think when you say your opinions. Nice. All right, cool. Cool. I like that. Yeah, a lot of people were, were saying that to the Slick and Thick account, which is, is cool. That's, that's yeah, that's what it's about. Anyway. Now, speaking of based, and another good Democrat, pull up uh, and Robert. That's how it came up, because I was saying based in reality, and that reminded me of base. And, yeah. uh, and that is kind of what And, and listen, I spend a lot of time on here shitting on Democrats, so I do want to give love where they deserve it. Robert Kennedy is now. I can't wait to have a, a Good, smart Democrat, come on here, and you guys kind of talk. And I bet, I bet you guys have end up having more in common than. Well, you said you than, said uh, two things at the beginning that's going to make it very difficult. <laughs> what was we that? can get a Democrat on here. We're, we're gonna have we're gonna have a tough time finding a good and a smart one. Yeah. Yeah, we can get a Democrat. What anywhere. do you What do you think? They just regurgitate stuff that they're told. I think the modern Democrat, the modern Democrat, is not the Democrat that we grew up with. I don't. I don't think. 
I think the modern. I gotta get my cousin Ben on here. Sure. He'd be good. Is, it, is he gay? No. no, 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 no <laughs> okay. No. I mean, no, no, no. that makes it even better. You no, know. Maybe that's my. Can... No. Yeah. Yeah. But that that sort of stuff, like that right there, like even though that's a little joke, they've been the the modern Democrat has been reduced down to what they are, not what they believe in. Right. Like, you can't disagree with the orthodoxy of the the woke church because you if you don't vote for me you ain't black you ain't gay you ain't whatever box we put you in right so so they they force you into their ideology or you have to go against the pressure of all they almost treat you like a scab you ever you ever go online you see a black guy who's a conservative and and other white progressives go nuts like the most racist shit you've ever seen they treat them like a union scab like somebody who crossed the line you know so and this whole idea of diversity, 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 it's superficial diversity. It's diversity of things you can't change. You can't, you, you have no say in the way you're born. You have no say in your skin color. You have no say really in your sexual orientation, right? So, so that's not anything to be proud of or dismissed by. That's just, that's just the card you were dealt, right? So things that you can actually be legitimately judged on and proud of you know, and get adulation for your intellect, your, you know, what, what you've done in your life, your achievements, your intellect, your, your ambitions, right? Th- these are things you can be judged on. That's not what we're judged on. We're judged solely on immutable characteristics, right? It's not how smart you are. It's whether or not you were born this color or you were born this sexuality. That, that's nonsensical. Yeah, it's fucking retarded. It's, it's reduced, here? It's reduced down to the lowest common denominator, you know? So that, that's why it becomes very difficult to have any sort of, and then we mix it in with what we talked about a couple episodes ago where there's people that have gotten these degrees from these institutions. So they're, you know, they're like, you know, it doesn't matter what you say. I know I'm right because I have the, the check mark. I have the elitist thing, you know? So it's, it's, um, it's kind of that, what do they call it? The self-licking ice cream cone type of a deal. You know, it, it's reductionist. But anyway. Yeah, you're just talking about the that one aspect kind of seems like you you're talking about the like a, a black conservative getting ripped apart for being well, black and being conservative. Correct. And I've had these conversations before. I've had these quote unquote debates. If I had a socioeconomic debate with a black liberal at the end of it, no matter what points I make, they will always retreat back to the Mott and Bailey fallacy of, well, you don't know what it's like to be black. OK, so then what do we just do here? If that if that's if that's the crux of the argument. Then what did we? Then what is any of the conversation we just had? Right. So, yeah, it's 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 nonsensical, really, when it comes down to it. And I think that that's it, that's kind of where they're at as a party. They really don't give a shit. They just want to win. They just want power. They're not dumb. They're manipulative, and that's it, that's where they are. Right. They don't care that Joe Biden's an idiot. They don't care that Joe Biden's as corrupt as we've ever had in our life. They just want to win. I think they picked him because he's an idiot on purpose. I do. I, I think you because do? I think they picked him because of everything that's being exposed he's like right now. Because he's like malleable. Yeah. He like they could like bend him to that's their will. That's the perfect word. He was to like use. a good like like figurehead. One hundred percent. Kind of. Yeah. That's a great word to use because I think everything he's getting in trouble for now, and the dam might break. It, it might be so much when when Devin Archer goes on the stand and admits as Hunter Biden's business partner that they were selling access to Joe Biden as the vice president of the United States, that they were literally selling out the United States to our enemies, right? 
even the most ardent Democrat is going to have to be like, all right, this is too much. This is too much. You can't have that. You can't have China. And, and you know the craziest thing about Joe Biden taking these bribes is, to me anyway, how cheap they are. I like got them for cheap. Ten million dollars, ten million dollars to have the vice president of the United States in your back pocket. My God, my God Almighty. Huh. Ten mil. That's wild. And you actually think the, as you said, the most ardent Democrats will will admit they're wrong? I don't know, but it's getting tough. One good thing I did. What happened with COVID? uh, One good thing that that did happen in New York, or a lot of the lot of the Democrats are getting sick of of playing defense for shit they can't defend, like. The idea, the, uh, there was just one that was uh, posted about um, uh, PayPal. PayPal was trending on Twitter. And there was this feminist group in, I believe it's the Netherlands, but I could be wrong, that said, no, women are women. We've been fighting for the rights of women forever. Trans women are trans women. That's a different thing. You're not women. All right? And it goes against the ESG policies of their bank. Their bank account was frozen. They can't take any donations or sell any merch. PayPal won't work with them. They're feminists. They're feminists saying we've spent our whole lives trying to defend women. <laughs> and when the left, that schadenfreude of when the left I feel like it's not left. very feminist for a man to just be, be able to say, I'm a woman now. It's a remarkable 180, that self-licking ice cream cone, that, that, that snake that I eats its own tail. I don't know self-licking ice cream cone means. It, it just it, it destroys itself from the inside. You know, the snake that eats its own tail. Where you've gone so full circle as a feminist that you're defending a man dressed as a woman being able to punch a woman in an MMA fight. You're yeah. such a feminist that you have to defend, you have to defend the man in the wig winning the marathon against the women. Otherwise, you're not a feminist. It's fucking, it's asinine, right? So I think even that shit... Even some of my most ardent Democrat friends are going, we never asked for this. None of us asked PayPal to not fucking take the payments from the feminist group. Like, so the dam is, is starting to show cracks. And then when you got people fighting back, play that thing from, uh, from um, RFK. Robert, Robert Kent, yep. Yeah. This, this is how it breaks, right? So this lady right here, it's very important to know. Her, her name is Diane Feinstein. She is one of the most corrupt people in Congress, which is very important to know because she's laying these allegations. She is the woman who, along with Donna Brazil, rigged the 2016... Donna Demi- Brazil is kind of a cool name, though. Rigged the... Yeah, she's... And it's with an E, too. It's, it looks like Brazil, Brazil. But yeah. she, that woman right there... I wanted to be spelled like the country, like Brazil. She rigged the 2016 primary for Hillary and still kept... She used to be the head of the DNC... And she's still a member of Congress out of California. There's no way that this lady should be in politics. So do you know what happened right there? Pause. For people that don't know what happened, right, they're trying to censor. The Democrats are trying to censor RFK, who's running for president as a Democrat, his own people, are trying to label him as an anti-Semite. They're trying to label him as a racist and censor him so he can't speak on vaccine efficacy in front of Congress. So she just says you're an anti-Semite who sided with the Nazis because you said even Nazi Germany wasn't as bad. This is what he actually says. Bless you, Ben. And 
sex. Sorry. Sorry, Christian. In discussing COVID measures, you, know? you made yeah. light of the genocide against Jewish people by saying, and I quote, even Hitler's Germany, you could cross the Alps to Switzerland, you could hide in an attic like Anne Frank did. What we're saying today is what I call turnkey totalitarianism. They are putting in place all of these technological mechanisms for control we've never seen before. It's been the ambition of every totalitarian state from the beginning of mankind to control every aspect of behavior, of conduct, of thought, and to obliterate dissent. None of them have been able to do it. They didn't have the technological capacity. Even in Hitler, Germany, you could, you could cross the Alps into Switzerland. You could hide in an attic like Anne Frank did. I visited in 1962 East Germany with my father. Pause that real quick. And met people. Is that even remotely close to like? No, the, it's it, not. And it, you know what? The thing is with RFK, man, he always sounds like he's about to cry. Yeah, the voice is tough. Sounds like it's he's tough. about to break out and. Uh, yeah, it, he has to have some kind tears. of disease, right? Well, he does. He does. Got, he has a neurological problem. Yeah. He's talked about it a lot. I, I think if his, I think if his voice was normal, I think he'd be running away with the nomination yeah, right now. Yeah. You know, it's a shame, but. Maybe if his voice was normal, he wouldn't be such an outsider speaking the truth either, though. Right. So here we maybe are. Maybe he'd be just part of the fucking regime. Maybe. Because, yeah. I mean. I don't know. His, fa- his, his father and uh, uncle were both murdered. Yeah. Probably by, by the regime. By the regime. By the regime. Yeah. No doubt about it. And here he is. And they have the balls to say that he was equating it to Hitler. And there is a section of our population who will just take what she said as reality. Right. Now, what do we do? Yeah, I saw, actually, I saw, I follow uh, Christopher Moltisanti, uh, whose real name is Michael Imperioli. Imperioli, yeah. I saw him shitting on him for the exact same thing, saying that he, like that, yeah, that he's like an anti-Semite and blah, blah, blah. Like, he just took that little clip and put that shit up. They get their marching orders. He seems like a smart guy, uh, Imperioli, but he's very, very, like, like, yeah. very much. I, I think it's a Hollywood thing. Well, the actors get their lines, and then they perform. Exactly. The DNC gives them their lines, and they get a marching. Yeah. And then all they their followers. Keep parts. Hey, you know, do you want? Do you want the? You know, the next movie. There's definitely something to that, bro. Keep playing it. And then you've all know Doctor Yuval Evil Harari comes on next. Many died doing it, but it was possible. Today. The mechanisms are being put in place and will make it so none of us can run and none of us can hide. Yep. The now most this, likely and dangerous uh, measure is surveillance. This is the most dangerous man on earth. Mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them. And we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet. Above all, they want to know what is happening under our skin. What's our body temperature? What's our blood pressure? What what is our medical condition? This is, of course, necessary to deal with the epidemic. But if this remains in the long run, there is a danger of establishing. Like he wants to know, like what you're thinking. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
So one of the things that they've accused Vladimir Putin of, they call they they have a uh, like a colloquial term for it. They call it the radiated salad, radiated lettuce. So he'll they'll put in a spy. They'll they'll follow you. They'll track you. They'll know that you like these restaurants. Blah 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 blah. They'll put a spy in. You got self licking ice cream cones. You got radiated <laughs> lettuce. You got any other fucking? Yeah, it's, it sounds <laughs> like you, your your cold tubs and your and your fasting sound pretty good right about now. But the uh, so then they'll they'll put one of their agents in as the waiter in the restaurant for a month. You'll get used to them being there, and then one day. You'll go to sit down. You'll order what you always order in the restaurant you always eat in. And your steak and eggs will have, instead of salt and pepper on them, irradiated pepper. And then over the course of the next month, you will have an inoperable tumor and you will die. And apparently Putin's been doing this to dissidents and journalists for years. There's other things that are even weirder where they'll have like this sticky shit on their palm, right? So it's insulated from there, but it seeps into your skin. Oh, Shake I saw, your hand. I saw that. They had that in that movie. Uh, with James Franco and uh, the interview. The interview. Yeah, remember he had he had like that that thing in his hand that he was gonna shake uh, Kim Kim Jong Il's hand, but then like he hid it in like some gum, and then someone like ate it. But also he like had it on his hand like he practiced in like the hotel and he like couldn't get it off and shit. Wild. So I, Rogan, yeah. I don't I don't remember that part of the movie. But yeah, so imagine you're Big doing part a, of the movie. You're doing that's a like meet, the main you're part. doing a meet and greet before a fight. Right. You're shaking hands, uh, kissing uh, babies, doing your thing. Yeah. Somebody shakes your hand. You start feeling like sweaty later. You get a text message from a random number says, you got fucking anthrax poisoning. You go down in the first round tomorrow and you get the antidote. antidote. Yeah. How does that work They use it to you? like extort people. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. So, I mean, you're, you're living in a world now where if we don't nip this shit in the bud. If we don't, if we don't nip this shit, you see the people that we have elected already. Man, they will do anything they can. They will call somebody who's not an anti-Semite. They'll call their own people out. This is the shit I always said about the election, where they were like, they'll never do that. And they'll do it to their own people. If Dianne Feinstein will do this to a Kennedy, a Democrat, what would she do to you? <laughs> you kidding me? Are you nuts? Shit's wild to me, man. Speaking of fasting, I just fasted for like 20 hours. Is that right? No. You just broke your fast? Yeah. Happy break fast. Thanks. Yeah. You start you starting to start cutting again here, man? Nah, that... man. I fasting's good for you. We've talked about it a lot. But like if you don't have bl blood running to worry about digesting, it mm. can like heal and help you recover. Is that you right? Know? Yeah. Instead that blood will go to your muscles and your ligaments and joints and all that shit and will recover you better. Really? Yeah. I know you hate the idea of fasting, buddy, but a lot of a lot of benefits. Weren't you talking <laughs> about some Christian? Weren't you gonna pull up some uh Something about fasting, yeah. you say? Someone on Rogan was Yeah, there's about uh, David Sinclair. I don't know if you've seen him, G. David Sinclair, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an anti-aging doctor, yeah. and he talks about the benefits of fasting. Interesting like guy. What he said? For a troll. Um, something along the lines of it turns on a survival gene when you fast. Yeah. So if you do it every day, you can live a longer life, I guess. How many, but then how you're going to be hours, hungry. How many hours you got to fast, though, for that gene to get turned on? I think it's like, I think it's a while. I think it's like eight, nine, something oh, like that's that. That's nothing. There's, there's yeah, just, I guess if you just did 24. So my, my thing is, Nothing. the same thing with everything else. It's like, I just don't know. There's and I worked so many... out, I did fucking legs and a whole bunch of other shit. Did you see the thing with Tony Robbins where he was talking about if you just stand in a powerful pose for two hours a day, it raises your testosterone, it does all these other... Like, if you stand in what they call the Superman pose, hands on your hips, chest wide. This is, and it's the same thing with uh, uh, the, the sauna and the cold tub. 
heat shock proteins and like cold shock proteins are supposed to do like these amazing things for you. All you gotta do is go get in there, and you're getting like almost like like drugs people would take. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So you're telling me instead of doing that, there's a drug I can take? I think so. <laughs> like right. Can I just take like a, can I take like a sauna pill? You want to go take a steroid? Yeah. Can I take a can I take one of those cold tub pills, please? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of cold tub pills. Like red pill, black pill, the whole black pill, the Andrew Tate What's thing. What's black pill? The black pill is like reality. It's like, no, not right. I'm not right. I'm not red pilled. I'm not blue pilled. I'm reality pilled, black pilled. We're all shit and we're all going to die. I don't care if the cup is half empty or half full. I care that the cup is piss. Like, that's a black pill, right? Okay. So, Never heard of black pill. Uh, turns out, bud, you know, athletes, comedians, actors, we get a bad name because the real whoas. Oh, I heard about the this. real promiscuous whoas are nurses. Nurses. Nurses are out there just flipping, just absolutely flipping it out there, bro. I feel like that's going to upset a lot of men whose wife is a, mm. a nurse. I got to tell them you, start to think some some bad thoughts. If your if your wife was a nurse, there's a good chance at some point she was a bottle girl and a real estate agent, perhaps even a strippy. <laughs> Nurses. Uh, uh, wait, what's the info on this? How they come nur- to this nurse, conclusion? Nurse is last stop on the thought train. So you know, and I'm sorry, and I know some great nurses. I got nurses in my family, but uh, Christian, if you can pull it up, you, you got to trust the science here, people. It turns out if you are, oh, you got to trust the science. Now? You got to trust the science, folks. You know, if you know anything about slick and thick, we blindly trust the <laughs> science around these parts. That's right. And the science says. If you're dating a nurse, she's twice as likely to cheat on you as if you're dating an athlete. Why? Why a nurse? <sighs> I wonder. I wow wow I wow 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 wonder. I have some theories. Let me. I'd like to after you finish your meat stick. No, you go first. <laughs> you go first. Na- Natalie, have you ever have you ever dated a nurse, Natalie? I have not. You have not. Do you, do you do you find it uh, somewhat surprising that nurses have this level of promiscuity? Honestly, no. Mm. And I I feel like what you said is right where it's like people who I know who are hoey anyway become nurses. I don't know if one has to do with the other. Yeah, they gravitate towards that. A nurse seems like a nurturing, like some, like a, like, I don't, a nurse seems like a great person. There's an article here. That's why, uh. That's why Mickey's a feminist, because he, he believes in the best in women. I see a nurse as someone who wants to be in as close proximity to a doctor as possible. Oh, <laughs> she's just trying to find maybe her. There's, maybe there's, like, something to be said for, like, oh, I'm being nurturing and caring at work all day. I got to let off steam. Yeah, wouldn't, other vices. wouldn't you Wouldn't you like mm. me to be nurturing and caring for you Whoa, 24-7? Bro, I just had a fucking Dude, flashback. Dude, you got to swallow. I just had a fucking flashback. Got to. Shut up. Um, I had, uh, I've had like several females like hit me up, who like have had like families like been married, and like try to like like send me pictures and trying to like get with me and shit. And what did they do for a living? RN, registered nurse, huh? Oof. Nobody. This says they're more likely than athletes, musicians, and DJs. Boom. Well, they, okay. But DJs, I feel like, are all single. Like, that's... Well, here's the thing. Same maybe, with maybe, musicians. Maybe, okay. Like, well, now we're getting into something here, Christian. This is this is 
how being a producer on Slick and Thick has elevated your thinking. Because now you're not linear thinking. Now you're starting to yeah, think outside the box. You used to just be a dumb, stupid bitch. Yeah, you used <laughs> you know? to just be a dumb idiot with pube, fucking pube haircut. But no, now you're sitting here going, You used to be a short king. Wait, maybe there's a reason why that they're not telling us. Look at you diving deep. Oh, what is that? The, uh, well, he, he's right. Perhaps. Perhaps there is a, a little bit of a skewed it's a little cherry measurement pick. here, and that you know these other people are single, so it's 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 a, it's a technicality, right? So they you know maybe these other professions are more promiscuous, but they're not uh, you know it, it's a semantics thing. But I don't think so. I think these are whores, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> uh, first of all, they have to work like these 12, 13 hour shifts, and I don't care who you are. If you're tired, there's trauma bonding. You just worked on a body together. You tried to save this kid. The kid mm. dies. Now I'm crying. I'm, I go. I go into the uh, into the the service. Uh, You're the doctor. No, no. I'm I'm the I'm the nurse. I'm crying. You know, I, I tried to save and the doctor this kid. Goes and puts his hand on your knee. The doctor comes into the the closet with me. It's not your fault. You did so good. It's not your fault. You did everything you could do. He knows that now. Trauma bond, tight area. Thank you. You're tired. You 12 hours. Come on. Come on. Let's go hit one of those empty rooms. Yeah, I, hey, <laughs> you know what you need? You need a little bit of serotonin. Yeah. You need about 36 seconds of dopamine. Let me get you, uh, I'm going to give you 30 cc's of my juice. <laughs> <laughs> I prescribe you 30 cc's of me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, maybe they're being set up for failure. But also, after seeing these, these hooahs during the pandemic crying about how hard their life is and how hard their job is, but also is finding time for a countless amount of TikTok dances. Look at them. I mean, come on. Come on. That's Come on. That's probably fucking... Uh, that's, that's Halloween. That's life-saving. I think that's Halloween. That's right Miami there. General right there. <laughs> that's Halloween. Are you kidding me? I that's, call bullshit on that picture. I tell you, you tell me where that hospital is, and I got a feeling I'm going to get hurt in front of it often. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I cut myself to see how much it bleeds. You're going to sneak in there with scrubs and be like, <laughs> I need an operation over here. I need a, I need, <laughs> we need a transfusion over here. I need EKG stat. Stat. What? What? <laughs> then the one doctor has to try to like find out who you are. So you have to like out alpha him you for alpha asking him. the question. We don't have time for that right now. Why do we need to see your credentials? You want my credentials? There's a kid dying inside right now. <laughs> is that what you want? You're worried about my credentials? Well, that, you go tell that kid's mother that his life is not worth it. <laughs> the Mr. Credentials over here. I'll have you know, sir, that I studied at the finest of schools. It's looking thick you, baby. <laughs> Brookdale Community College coming through. Yeah, man. The uh, I should have went to Brookdale. Would have been better. But I, I got to tell you, all that checks out, man. I think it checks out. I need more information. I mean, I guess I, I get. Oh, I mean, come on. I get come the on. long That's shifts. real. That's real. I get the long shifts. I believe that one. I get the long shifts. That's real. And, and uh, it's spectacular. It's real and it's really great. <laughs> but yeah, I get the long shifts. Trauma spend bonding. Spend a lot of time there. I get the trauma bonding. They were already whores to but begin like, with. Which which nurses are admitting to this? It's a good point. It's a good point. Like what? Like evidence is is being used in this. This you know was I mean? a study done by a guy who was cheated on by a nurse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably like two. Yeah. He, he probably da he dated two nurses. Yeah. Are there so on Hinge? 
you know, are there any are there any jobs that when the girl has it on hinge, it's a no go? No. It's a no, nothing for you. No. I gotta tell you, I see teacher or nurse. It's it's red flag. I'm still doing it, but Fine I know teacher. what I'm getting myself into. Oh, they, I've done the teacher thing they're gonna, twice. They're gonna fuck a student. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. No, they're just always teachers. What's um, the red flag? Like so I'm asking. What's up? What's what's the red flag? I, I think know. for me personally, the type of people that are attracted to those jobs, they tend to be like bloody. No, that's what I like about them. That's not the red flag. I love that about them. It's the. Uh, I don't have a lot of patience or empathy for you complaining about your job when I do have a job. Does that make sense? Like I dated an elementary school teacher and she would come home and this is when I was working in pharma sales, like high pressure sales working like 14 hour days. And I would literally have to sit in the car for sometimes like an hour in complete silence just to get myself ready to go in and hear how bad her day was because the seven year old wouldn't listen to her. And even then, I sometimes couldn't couldn't maintain the patience. At one time, I remember, I was just like, have you tried kicking the fucking kid? If you kick the kid, I bet it'll fucking do what you want it to do. And then, you know. Then, then yeah, that, I'm sure that went well. It, it, yeah, so anyway, I'm single. Um, yeah, I don't, ha I don't have it in me, man. I don't have it in me. Uh, teachers, they're tough. The, uh, the nurses are tough. But I, I feel like nurses are tough for a different reason, and I do think it's because every nurse I know does have bikini pics on a boat, you know? Every nurse I every nurse I know, I, I got a feeling they 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 fit a certain. Uh, you almost don't even believe they're a nurse. I tell you what, maybe this article is complete bullshit, and it just confirmed my pre-existing biases. Maybe I wrote the article. I don't even know what's real in this world anymore, Mick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bud. What do you think, Natalie? Are there are there any? I mean, you've been in a long-term relationship. What does your girl do for a living? Uh, she works at a. At the New York Film Academy. Oh, she so like a, not a teacher, but just like a film. She works in film. Basically. Okay, cool. Very cool. Yeah, I don't. Um, are there any? I don't uh, think there's any stigma for that as far as like promiscuity, except that I don't know. A bunch of people, mostly people who work in film, are poor. And <laughs> work. Yeah. No, I don't. Unless I don't. You're in the big leagues, like people, and I've I've done it. I've been there. It's like working in film is like. You have no money. You're always looking for another gig. For sure. Even people that are in the big leagues, their money runs out when they, you know, there's there's only so many movies being made out there, man. Got to invest, kids. Got to invest. Got to invest. You got to invest. Know? It's getting tougher, too. Nobody wants to pay for anything. What do you mean? The entertainment industry is in big, big trouble, man. I don't know if you've seen what's going on with the... Oh, uh, the, the strike? Yeah, it's going to get way worse before it gets better. You've got at least two, maybe three generations now that have grown up their whole lives not paying for entertainment ever. You can go on YouTube, listen to whatever song you want to listen to, you right. can watch movies, clips, whatever you want, and never pay a dime for it. So how do you make? The, how do you get this stuff made? I mean, YouTube's only seven thousand dollars per million views now. I mean, mm. so you know the entertainment industry is in, in serious, serious flux. You know, I mean, even trying to get people to pay nine dollars for gas digital, you'd think is like. Pulling teeth. Is that what it is? I thought it was seven. Seven dollars. Well, if they use code S and T. There's gonna be uh, there the the app's coming out soon too. Excited about the app. Yeah. I think the app's well, the gonna app's be a big out, thing. but like, and then I think if you wait till August to get yours, you get like a free like something or other. What what is? Do you know the details now? Let me pull it up. Hold on. I think yeah, I think it's like you get like a free month or you get like a free like like super long trial. Yeah, people. So if you're listening to this and you want to see some of our old episodes and shit. Yeah, you gotta you gotta support, man. Or you if you want to get mixed picks in time 
for the fights. Well, that's got to be one. on. You got to be on gas. Yeah, station. it, it, it would have paid for itself five times over by now if you would just would listen to mixed picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just saw. Uh, I just saw a, an old thing with um, Stephen Neal wrestling Brock Lesnar. Yeah, fucking and the Patriots. Uh, you want to talk about like men? There was uh, uh, busting with the boys. You know, I love busting with the boys. They just had Mike Vrabel on, their old coach. Yeah, and it's interesting because of the dynamic. He's he. They're the hosts, but he was their coach. So oh, like, or? yeah, you know. Oh right, yeah, Vrabel's a Tennessee coach. That's right, and that's yeah. where that's where Will and and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Taylor met, right? So they were talking some old stories, and and it was great because they were asking, you know, Will apparently was a great high school wrestler, and Vrabel's looking at him like, oh fuck you. Vrabel's a big dude. People forget Mike Vrabel could play, too. Mm-hmm. He was a player. Tough, hard-nosed dude. Linebacker. Yeah, on the team of a hard-nosed guy. Brewski, Willie McGinnis. You gotta, could you pull up the Brock Lesnar, Stephen Neal thing? And uh, could you stall for a second? Because i got to take a piss. Sure. And so Stephen Neal, people don't know who Stephen Neal is, man. This dude was an All-American wrestler who beat Brock Lesnar. He was a two-time national champion who beat Brock Lesnar, which is funny because they keep calling him Lesnar the whole time. And this guy then gets drafted. My understanding, he didn't even play football in college. He gets drafted by Bill Belichick's Patriots, becomes an all-pro guard and a Super Bowl-winning guard. He's one of the greatest athletes of all time, and nobody knows this guy's name. Stephen Neal, unbelievable guy. And uh, what, I, what I sent you in the chat is him talking about Rodney Harrison. You want to talk about men who used to be men? There's a guy named Rodney Harrison. Pull that up if you can from Bustin' with the Boys. And check out Rodney Harrison's first day on, on the job. First day signing from San Diego with New England. Rodney Harrison decides to make a point. You sent an Insta? Yeah. So Vrabel's telling this story, Mick, about they just signed Rodney Harrison, right? And he's like, who's going to talk to him to tell him, like, Rodney Harrison was this all pro for San Diego. But him and Brewski are having, Vrabel and Brewski are, like, having lunch going, hey, one of us has to talk to the dude and let him know what the Patriot way is, how we do things around here. And the first practice, before they get a chance to talk to him, Rodney Harrison is wrecking everybody. Full contact, <laughs> shoulder to shoulder, putting Kevin Falk on the ground, the LSU great. Stephen Neal comes up to him and is like, hey, you don't hit like that. And, and Rodney Harrison's like, fuck you, I do what I want. And this is his first practice with his new team. And right. Vrabel and the boys were like, nah, I think we'll be all right. I don't see in the chat yet. What? Go, go to, go to Bustin' with the boys' IG. It's the, like the first one they have up there. Really Bra- great. So did Vrabel like that he was in there? Loved hitting? it. Yeah. Loved it. That's the Patriot way? Loved it. Said, uh, we don't need to talk to him. We got yeah. one. All right. We, we got one. Yeah, he's part of, he's, he, he's, he's one of the boys. One of the, I'll tell you what, though. If you're going to come into a new place, I think that's the way you come in. Hell yeah. You let them know from the jump, this is how it's going to go. And yeah. if you don't like it, do something about it. Yeah. Let it, let it ride. I got it right here. Let's rock. And then, uh, then we Here, gotta, I want to pull up the Lesnar. Listen, and, you uh, got, we need the audio. Where's our audio, bruv? Isn't bro. Kevin Falk like, ran an angle route or something? I don't Great know. player, and Kevin Rodney, Falk. Like, he hit the shit up. Like, he hit him. It wasn't like a thud. It was like he hit him, he fell. Roddy didn't go low, or Roddy didn't like leave his feet or hit him in the head or anything. Everybody's like, ooh, the other fans all. And Steve Neal, former wrestler, was like the left guard. He runs out, he's telling Rodney, he's like, you can't hit him like that. Roddy's like, shut you I hit whoever I want. O-line coach comes out. Dante comes out. And he's like, man, you can't hit him like that. He goes, shut up. I'll beat your ass too, old man. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruski looks Let's at each go. other like, holy shit. We, we got one. We got, we got one. one. Savage. <laughs> so Did Rodney Harrison Rodney. play 
pr- play for uh, the the Ravens too? No, uh, San Diego. Rodney Harrison, gonna... one of the best players of all time. He's who David Tyree stuck the ball to his helmet yeah, against. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah. Um, who am I thinking of? Here's him and Lesnar. Who am I thinking of? There you bro? go, Neil and Lesnar. This is you don't need to play the match. It's an all-time stall match, but he outmuscled. Yeah, but, but he outmuscled Lesnar. Yeah. Lesnar, yeah, there's a couple, couple vanilla gorillas here. Yeah. Didn't even play college football, became an all-pro guard multiple time. Yeah, Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl champion. Yeah, Steven, Steven Neal's a beast, man. Yeah. One of the best athletes people never I know like about. I like Lil Rodney Harrison. He told me to go fuck himself. <laughs> I hit who I want. I hit who I want, Yeah. Bro. The old lion coach comes up. No, no, no. You don't get to do that. I'll, I'll fuck you up too, old yeah. man. <laughs> we talk about, you know, remember James Harrison? Love him. He, uh, he got kicked out off his high school football team. For what? He challenges the coaches to fight. Really? <laughs> yeah. Which is that's, that's that's tough when you're doing that shit in high school. Yeah, too, it's, tough. I mean? it's like, tough. They're fucking like he he's at least a man. You know what I mean? This kid's probably like 16, 17. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I have a very love hate relationship with that sort of stuff. I, I think I told you, we were in um, we were in uh, the state semifinals and I made a goal line stand on on like third and one. I split a double team and I tackled this all-state running back and I got up and I flexed and my coach grabbed me, pulled me out of the game by my face mask. They ran over my side for the touchdown the next time and he's screaming at me in front of the whole team. That's because you showboated. You put yourself in front of the team and I'm like, bro, motherfucker, you pulled me out of the game. Yeah. <laughs> to make a point? To make a point? In yeah. the in the state semis? Yeah, bro. probably wasn't a good call on his Nah, point. man. He, but that's... I remember, I remember this one time... Uh, we had uh, we're we're playing our rival in uh, in high school, right? Um, so they're they're at like the like the goal line. We get a stop, and right, right as we get the tackle, I and now I'd been doing this. I I I'd, I'd be kind of a mean motherfucker sometimes, you know. <laughs> uh, and every time since I was in Pop Warner, when I get a tackle, if I was at the bottom of the pile, if people piled up. I'm going to work. I'm pinching this Yeah, you got to. You got to. I'm pinching this shit. I'm like, and ripping. I'm like, every time you get tackled by me, you're going to feel some extra pain. Yeah. So I'd be pinching people's legs and pinching their arms and like just pinching this well, just, shit Well, just so people know, you're not like a sociopath. Before everything was on video, the ball could change hands two or three times under the pile. And whoever came up with it, that was the ball. That's what team had the ball. But I, I, I would, I might be a little bit of sociopath because I would get, get joy. You weren't even trying to go after the joy. ball. I would get joy and pinching like that back of someone's leg and their oh, hamstring, and hearing man. them just go, "Ow!" <laughs> All right. I, I, I did enjoy that a lot, but uh, sociopath so, so anyway, confirmed. But hey, listen, to, listen to how this shit pays off. Um, so first, first down, they run the ball at the middle. We get a stop. I'm going to work in this dude's leg, right? Getting it. Second down, we get another stop. Um, going to fucking work, bro. <laughs> I, I get, I'm in on the tackle again. I'm, I'm, I'm pinching the show, this guy. Third down, we get one more stop, and we're at. They're at now. They're like it started probably at like like the seven on first down. Now they're at like the two. Have you thought right? about tackling somebody behind the line of scrimmage? I Mick? thought about it, dude. I tried. I'm a fucking <laughs> linebacker. I got a line's got to give me a little push. Can so, get, so anyway, can we get hands so now on? on third down? I'm 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 working this motherfucker. Same guy each time. He gets up and goes, "Fuck you!" Boom! Spikes the ball of my buddy Kevin Burke's helmet. Woo! Fifteen. Fifteen yards. Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen yards. They got backed up. Now they're at like the like the seventeen. That's right. Fourth down. They try Fourth. like a rollout play. They like toss the ball. 
Right as the kid goes to touch it, boom, he gets fucking crushed. Nice. We, we run off the field. We won that shit. That's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's you win the mental game. Fuck you win yeah. the mental game. And Ben's over here like, I trusted my life with this gentleman. <laughs> I put my life in this gentleman's hands. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy shit, dude. I love that stuff, man. I, I, I That little gamesmanship. I you know love I mean? that stuff. I love it. I, the, you know, the little shit that gets talked, like who's a mental midget, who's, you know, like little things. I've said this. We've talked about this before, but I've said this. Baseball did not need to do any of this crap that it did. It didn't need to put in the pitch count. It didn't need to stop the shit. I'm excited to see a baseball game with this new pitch count, to be honest. All it had to do was give us a pay-per-view option with the players mic'd. That, it's the most entertaining game in the world. If you just had the yeah. mic, oh, just mic the catcher. Getting in people's heads with little tiny comments the whole game. You throw somebody an inside fastball and they foul up. Oh, you're not fast enough. Just a little bit. And then you see the guy... Oh. All the catchers are doing that? They're like, talking shit the whole time? A lot of catchers. A lot of catchers are in there like, man, this is easy. You can't catch up. You, you don't have to hands, I bro. feel like everybody would be canceled within like the two oh, the, weeks. I don't think the players' union would ever let it happen. Because yeah. Yeah. 90% of what the it guys are bad. talking about in it the dugout, they don't want, <laughs> they don't want anybody being hurt. You know, 90% of what dugout talking about is, yo, so I got in last night at like 11, and this girl still wanted to come over, but I had to like shave my balls, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you're getting here on uh, Slick and Slick Thick. and Thick like, is the dugout talk for you people. But now imagine the game was like that. Talk. It's locker room talk. Uh, yeah, but that, like, the amazing stuff, like, the little chirps. Have you ever watched any hockey chirps? These guys are, these guys are hilarious. There's one dude, he, he memorized this guy, his guy got called up from the AHL, the minor leagues, and he memorized, like, this guy's whole stats, and as he's following around, skating around, he's telling him, you're not fast enough for this league, bro, but hey, it's okay, you got 1,400 games in the AHL, you'll still have a job. So the next, next shift he comes out and be like, hey, zero goals in the NHL, but you got 142 in the minors, bud, that's good stuff. So he's like positively chirping this yeah. guy, just letting yeah. him know, hey, you can't compete at this level, bud, but that's all right, you're you a real, real good minor league. down there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good shit. That's, that's good shit. So to that point, I think the only guy in MMA – that Kevin Holland kind of is the only guy that really gets after it like that a little bit, right? I mean, is there anybody? Kevin, I find Strickland Kevin a little bit. Oh, Strickland's Strickland's He'll talk nuts though. He'll but talk. Kevin Holland, I find hilarious, especially when he's losing. It's hilarious. There's a I like the hockey chirps. There's like uh, I mean, there's I forget what it's. There's a some of the hockey guys. So I've been showing like a lot of the hockey guys, like teaching them how to fight. That's sick. Right? That's, That's awesome. Arwis. That's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's it's been fun. All these dudes are gonna be like. I've watched these kids not know how to throw a fucking punch to now they're fucking pulling jerseys, throwing <laughs> fucking right hands, turning their hips, like throwing fucking shots. If right? I see, if I see one guy next hey, watch, year, watch out for I the ducks. See, watch the ducks. Watch if, it. It's mostly ducks players. If a guy, if a guy does a little inside leg strip with the skate into the yeah. uppercut, that's gonna, I'm gonna lose that's, it. Gonna I'm, cool, gonna, right? if, I'm gonna lose it. Um, if they throw an elbow, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, I, I asked that the first day. They said no. Like you get fined. <laughs> no, bud. You get a good it's, fine. Uh, it's fists only, bud. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I hear I hear there's a really good documentary. I want to check it out. Um, it's called I think it's called Guardians of the Ice or something. It's okay. all about like like hockey fights and hockey fighting, which is the, hey the most part the most fun entertaining exciting part of any sport is when a fucking fight breaks out. Am yeah. I right? Yep. You know what I mean? Like even e even fucking sometimes with uh, with like even with like UFC fighters. Like obviously we're fighting first oh, yeah. of all, but but then. When people are backstage and they're like really like mad and like you know what I mean I doing bet. shit and you see the shit on like Fight Week where they're trying yeah. to get at each other, 
That's that's the best part of that's, that's where you see fucking yeah. people like going at going after it. But you know it, uh, I mean? it escalates sometimes. It really does. I mean, Connor. That's why. Ruined that's why that guy's is career, the right? Sport. Um, what he threw the shit through the didn't somebody scratch their cornea or something yeah, like that? Yeah. yeah, no. I mean that shit. That shit is too much. Yeah, Mike Mussina from that from the uh, Orioles Yankees brawl got his like shoulder torn. So then, not only did he refuse to fight, he refused to throw inside for the rest of his career. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the Yankees Orioles brawl? No. Oh, buddy. Oh, some good ones, man. Oh, buddy. Yo, how about when, oh, when, Don Zimmer, when Don Zimmer goes after Pedro Martinez oh, and the buddy. Yankees Red Sox? Oh, buddy. And uh, Clemens is pitching inside on dudes. Oh, yeah. And then fucking Pedro just grabs him by the dome and just shoves oh, him to the ground. Oh, 77-year-old Zim. Don Zimmer, man. Fuck. Dude, his quote was the best. And afterwards, the quote, and, and he wasn't even apologetic. I love Pedro. He wasn't even apologetic at all. He goes, he charged at me. He goes on the ground. Well, what do you think? You're, you're, you're throwing at people. Why? I can't throw at people. Uh, wake up Babe Ruth. I'd throw, I stick one in his fat ass too. <laughs> oh, Pedro's, yeah. Pedro's the man. Dope. Pedro's dope. Pedro is the right, man. I think I got it here. Oh, let's go. Let's see some you of this. You met Pedro, right? I did. I did. I met him once. I got a funny Pedro story. Didn't he have a little funny quote for you? He did. He did. Hit us Hit us with it, but then we'll get this started. Oh, man. One, one sec, please. Oh, no. You got to go back. You got to go back. You yeah, got to see You, go, you, you go see Tino getting you drilled. Your, you tell, uh, oh, you tell your see Pedro story. Oh, you got to see. So, tell I, Pedro so that, story that pitcher, Armando Benitez, I played with. I'll tell you. I, he, I can tell you the story he told me about all of this. So, Pedro, uh, I, was, I was catching uh, Mark Mulder when there was a great pitcher back in the day, Mark Mulder. He was coming back off of rehab. I was the guy who caught his simulated games. And then they're at A-ball watching Pedro versus Mark Mulder in this rehab start. These guys have 500 Major League wins. It's, you know, the only time more than 16 people were at the stadium to watch yeah. us play. Pedro, such a classy gentleman, doesn't just buy a spread for, like, the Mets. He buys a spread for – and when I say buys a spread – Buys a bunch of food. You get food after the game, but in the minor leagues, it's normally a ham and cheese sandwich that's been sweating out the whole time. Right, maybe, right. you know, PB&J. If it's yeah. a big night, maybe you get leftover concession stand food. Okay. Pedro has the whole thing, like, decked out with steaks. Does it big. Yeah. Awesome. And there's a dude, John Jay. Classy move. Yeah, ended up playing, like, 10 years in the big leagues. John Jay. Great. Great baseball player. Pedro, like, owned him. Struck him out three times on nine pitches, you know. And John Jay, Pedro comes in. He's like, guys. I hope uh, to see all of you guys in the major leagues one day. You know, thank you very much for letting me get some work in. Enjoy the food. And he's like this big. He, he's as tiny as you think he is. And he has this little kind of like buddy with him who's like three feet tall. Yeah, like and a tattoo. He's got like his little buddy. And so people are going up asking Pedro for like a picture and stuff like that. And I remember John Jay going up to him and being like, Pedro, you did me dirty, man. But just give me like a year. Give me a year to get to the big leagues. You got to give me another shot. And Pedro puts his hands on John Jay. And John's not a big dude. He puts his hands like on his shoulders and goes, you, you're a very good player, I can tell. But you must remember, I am. Pedro Martinez gives him two smacks on the cheek and then walks away. <laughs> it was the most amazing shit. He goes, you, I can tell you're a very good player. But you must remember, I am. Pedro Martinez, pop out, and then he fucking walks yeah. away. Good kid, good kid. <laughs> hey, good guy. Fuck yeah, Pedro. Oh, Pedro was the man. Even dude. though I hated him for most of his career, being a Yankees fan, watching him as, as a Red Sox. You know what I mean? Yeah, Gotta you, fucking... you need you need to you need the Leviathan. Yeah, you need no, the dragon like, to slay. Like, you know? Uh, yeah, it's like if I watch. Uh, a movie and I fucking hate oh, you in that movie. Yeah, I'm a fan of yours as an actor. How spoiled were we, man? 90s, early 2000s, New York sports fans. Oh yeah. Oh, that how spoiled? Th those Yankees, Beautiful. those Mets Yankees, teams, man. those Mets teams. 
those Yankees teams. Look look at these guys. Look at I forget even the fact. Look at how they yeah, gave look a shit. Look at this stance. Look at this power stance. So right check here. this out, right? That that guy down the bottom is Armando Benitez. All right. He ends up becoming one of the best closers in baseball, makes hundred million dollars. He's just called up right now. Now, according to him, he tells me. Now he was my teammate on the Newark Bears at the very end of his career. Great guy. He says he did not want to do this, but the manager, Davey Johnson, he just gave up a home run to Bernie Williams. The manager, Davey Johnson, says, you hit him or I'll bury you in the minor leagues. I'll make sure you never see another game in the big leagues. So now Armando Benitez, who's throwing a legit 100 miles an hour, if it was by today's radar, he'd be a 104, 105 mile an hour guy, puts one in the back of Tino Martinez. And watch what happens next. Boom! Ooh, look, you see the way his arms go back? You know that shit hurt. The way he's doing that little chicken move. Like that. Oh, you know that shit hurts. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. Now, Daryl Strawberry's pissed off. All of this, we're talking shit. coked up. We're bullshitting. You can't do that. I got to stand up for my guy. Get him straw. And now here's where here's where the shit really goes crazy. A lunatic from Australia named Graham Lloyd comes out of the bullpen throwing hammers. That's number 27. Yeah, from down under. Now Scott Brocious. Brocious is like, look, bang. We're in the dugout. Ricky Leday. Ricky Leday. We got Chad Curtis. We got Harold Baines, Hall of Famer with a double leg. Look at the names out there. Straw. There he is. You can't, you can't stop Daryl Strawberry. You can only hope to contain him. <laughs> you think it's over. Cooler heads have prevailed. Girardi. Joe Girardi says, hey, that's my boy right there. Do you think Rafael Palmero, Bernie, Bernie Williams. Williams? Look at these names. You think it's over. Nothing is over. <laughs> Tino Martinez is shaking it off. There is, there's, there's a million cc's of testosterone running through that oh, yeah. that, pi- that pile up right now. BJ Serhoff. BJ Serhoff. I did a comedy show for BJ Serhoff's uh, Autism Foundation. It was really cool. Did you give him a BJ Serhoff? Well, I mean, it was autism, but, you know, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, they love that type of stuff, you know. <laughs> and we're going again! This thing, this thing is going to end with one of the biggest... Overhand lefts from Daryl Strawberry ever caught on camera. There it is. Here we go. Here we go. Round three. These teams Where? legitimately hated each other. Looking for Straub. He's in the jacket. Oh, they, it, it, it's coming. It's coming. We're in the dugout. This. Look at this Yankee team. They didn't just win. They beat you up in your own dugout. They pushed you into your dugout, into your home, and they stole your cookies. They took your wife. They took your your soul. Hey, how about that dude who uh remember he's he's getting like called out and then he goes and he fights like the whole uh the whole other team. I think he was a red or may, maybe Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. He was a Red Sox. Is he out is he No, 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 no. You're talking about the guy who kicks a catch. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the pitcher who's like motherfucker's like six eight, six nine. Tall uh you're talking Kyle Farnsworth when he hit the nah, double leg? Man, nah, nah. He he, he Pull goes up Kyle over. Farnsworth. No, no, no. Pull this up. He goes, he's, uh, look up, pitcher goes to fight the whole team. Look pitcher that up. goes to fight. I'm telling you, when you see this, you'll know what I'm talking about. Is this it, Eric? This one? This like gives it? me so much nostalgia for New York sports. 
No, uh, maybe the first one, not the second one. Second one was Manny Ramirez. That was the Roger Clemens one I was talking the year, about with Don Zimmer. The year is 1998, folks. The Yankees Amir are the Garrett. best team. Maybe pull it up. The Yankees are the best team Major League Baseball ever saw. The Knicks have Larry Johnson, Patrick Ewing, Allen Houston, yeah, Trell Sprewell. But they went to the finals in 98. This one. Look at this one. What's it, what was he? Uh, red? Yeah, it looks like a Washington. Red. Looks like a red. Yeah, watch this. Look at this. And now there's some serious chirping coming from the pirates. Oh, look at this. Pirates look at this. Look, look, look. What? Look. He goes over there. Boom. Ooh. Little Superman punch. I don't punch. care. He's taking on seven of them Let's right there. Let's go. He the whole team. Let's go. That's just gangster. He came in with a little. Uh, you love to see Almost it. like a euro. Like, you, you know, the basketball move where he fucking hit a year. He threw a little euro in a, in, a, in a punch. You love to see it. You love. You want it to matter to these guys. You love to see it. I'm sorry. Dante you do. Wilder hit one of those in a fight. Did he really? A little euro step. Yeah. Yeah. Look up. You look up Dante Wilder. I think he might have knocked out Ortiz with that one. Wow. Um, but yeah, that was. That was so let me ask dope. you something. As a Yankee fan yourself. Hey, you saw they just uh, signed Pettit to be a part of like the pitching, uh, like consultant or something good yeah what is brian cashman doing i don't know one world series in 23 years two world series that brian cashman has this he's 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 still eating off of being the gm of those late 90s 2000s teams but those teams were are are they gonna make a deal during this all-star break you think they have to this team's shot shot. i don't know they they get uh otani otani so this is the thing right when I was a kid, we had George Steinbrenner, the boss. Yeah. It wouldn't even have been a thought. Otani's a Yankee already, whether he knows it or not. Yeah. Soto is a Yankee. Harper is a Yankee. You're getting all three. All of them. What do you mean? What do you, what do you, what do you mean? Luxury tax. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. No. Japanese Babe Ruth plays for the Yankees. Duh. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah. Well, why, why hasn't it happened yet? We haven't had a, a good Japanese player since Hideki Matsui. Hideki Matsui. Yeah. Phenomenal player. Left-hander, number Great player. Yeah. Hit the double off of Pedro when Grady Little left him in. Mm-hmm. What has Brian Cashman done to deserve this 23-year run? Know. Yeah, he's gotten like a These lot were of all Gene Michaels players. This was Stick Michaels players. This was Buck Showalter's players. He's yeah. eating off of Jorge Posada and Derek Jeter and Bernie Williams yeah. and Andy Pettit. They were not his guys. Yeah. Since he's been in, who's his guy? Who's he drafted? Who's his guy? What's judge, the what, judge? Judge, that's right. one. That's that's and, the and, one. And, and and they're gonna end up looking at Judge like a fucking Mike Trout, where he's a great player on a team that couldn't get shit done. One hundred percent. You know, one hundred and often injured, carrying the team. You know, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. What get, can you name? Twenty three years. We're used to Yankees baseball. You buy everyone. Twenty three years. Name get, buy me some. What is the best? What is the best? Give me Brian Cashman's top nine. What, what, Gary Sanchez? Glaber Torres? You, get, you gave him Judge. Who did yeah. he draft? I don't know. Who has he signed? Robinson Cano? I don't need, yeah, that was, that was, yeah. Cano? Cano, I mean, was, Cano, was, Cano was a player. For Greg me. Bird? Clint Frazier? Why is this guy there for 23 years? How, how Steinbrenner is ruining yeah, the He's Yankees. like grandfathered in, where he's like an, an untouchable. What is this? Yeah, I don't know. Aaron Boone. How many times would Aaron Boone have been fired by George Steinbrenner? Yeah, I'm wondering what's up Look, with that. Maybe George Steinbrenner was too much, but I'll tell Aaron you what. Aaron freaking Boone with that, that home run's carrying him a long way. I'll tell you Boston what. Boston in the ALCS. As a fan, maybe maybe George was tough to work with, and I get it. He was probably a, a pain in the ass. 
But I liked them for 96. I, I, I liked them in 98. I liked them in 99. I liked them in 2000. I liked them in 2001. For sure. For sure. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, that's the guy you want leading your team. You know what, what I mean? has, like that's, that's a guy who's going to get shit done. They're just a the winner. They're just okay. And you can, and you can get to the playoffs like a, with the like sixth best record. Summer's like a Trump. He's like a Jerry yeah. Jones. Yep. Like he's like, yep. you know what I mean? Like he's like, I'd say I wouldn't even put Al Davis totally in that. Young uh, Al Davis, you know. Young Al Davis. I like, you know, I like the mentality, the win, baby, win. Yep. You know what I mean? But these actually winners. One hundred percent. And I'll tell you what, since we're talking New York sports, and I love that, I'm going to talk about a winner, and I think he's up for the Hall of Fame for the first time in a very long time. Carl Banks needs to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He. How do you make an All-Decade team and not be a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Two-time Super Bowl champion Carl Banks, all decade of the I 1980s. I see Carl Banks in church. Is that right? He, yeah. He uh, he lived kind of in like a, a town like near me. Really? Uh, yeah. Big guy, right? Yeah, big boy. Big hands. One of the best off-ball linebackers of all time. Yeah. Didn't get the stats because he played in coverage so LT could, yeah, you know. clean up. Yeah. But unbelievable player. Otis Anderson is OJ Anderson is up for the Hall of Fame also. And I got to tell you. Although it's hard to feel bad for a guy about to get $10 million, what the Giants are doing with Saquon Barkley is bullshit. What's happening to the running back position it's is crazy, bullshit. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. They, they're like, draft a running back, run him into the ground, draft another running back. And it, <laughs> and it makes all the sense in the world financially. But that's messed up. It, it is fucked up. They, Imagine yeah, they if they paid you differently to, per weight class. Something, yeah. Imagine if, if you fought heavyweight. They do. they do, really? Why not? They pay you differently per weight class? I mean, you everyone starts with like the same type of contract, but you you can't. I guarantee you, uh, the heavyweight champions make it more than the flyweight champion. Is that right? I guarantee you. I did yeah, not know that. For sure. Really? For sure. No so doubt. The, so that it's kind of the same thing then. If I'm Saquon Barkley, I'm coming back as a slot receiver. So you're telling yeah. me if I play outside the tackle, I'm worth 18 million a year. But if I play inside the tackle box, I'm worth 10. Yeah. Guess who plays outside the tackle box? Yeah. Guess who's a slot receiver? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I play here now. Oh, you want to motion me into the backfield? Fine. But okay. I start here. I start here every play. Yeah. <laughs> but I start We're here. You start seeing that shit. Why, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I, they, they, just had this, uh, they just had this whole thing where, like, Austin Eckler, they want to have, like, a second union for just running backs. The one that got me was that the average kicker makes more money than the average running back in the NFL. That's wild. <laughs> Is that That's insanity? Wild. So, hey, my running backs out there. I've rode you guys to thousands of dollars worth of fantasy football and, winnings. And like you're like you're go like and if you're a fucking running back, you're taking your bumps. You taking, taking the bumps. You know what? Like from the kicker, priest Holmes days, from the Marshall Falk days, I've got so much love for running backs. Hell I grew yeah. up watching Rodney Hampton get ran into the dirt by Dan Reeves. Just 30 carries a game behind yeah. the world's worst offensive line, three yards Run. in a cloud of dust. Yeah. Listen, don't do it. Come back as a slot receiver. Say, hey, I, I line up out here. Do the Corderell Patterson thing, man. That's yeah. it. I'm a slot. You want to motion me back? You want to hand the ball off? Hey, sure. But I'm a slot. I'm an $18 million slot receiver. Yeah. Do it. Forget the system. I think Giants going to have a good year this year. I had no idea that that the weight classes get paid differently. I mean, I, I don't 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 quote me on it, but I'm I, I'd be very surprised if though it, it doesn't make sense to you. The, the flyweight champion's not going to make everybody. Everybody's contract is individual. I did not know that. I what thought I thought it was. I thought it was slotted. It starts out. You start out on your like your first contract, unless you're like, like, 
kind of like special. Like if you're like a Brock Lesnar or some, you know what I mean? Like gotcha. you're coming over some heat. Yeah. Yeah. You pretty much you make, you know, you start out like 10 and 10. I think it's now 12 and 12. Then you win. You make like, I don't know, 15 and 15. Mm -hmm. Then you make like 20 and 20. You keep winning. It keeps going up. Gotcha. You know, that's gotcha. pretty much how they structure the contract. Yeah, I mean that's kind of that's kind of the same thing. But then once you once you fight out your first contract, you renegotiate, and it's it's who knows what it is. Gotcha. Okay. So then, otherwise, it wouldn't make any sense. But yeah, I would almost guarantee that the I would basically guarantee that the heavyweight champ is going to be making more than the flyweight champ or the thirty five champ. You know. Well, then why doesn't every two hundred five go to heavyweight? You know, like I don't. Interesting. All right. That's what I would do. I'm a slot receiver and I'm a heavyweight. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I'm a heavyweight slot receiver. I'm a heavyweight slot. I'm a David Boston, 300-pound slot. What do you What do you got for us, Nat? Anything before we get out of here? Uh, I think some people said some stuff in the chat right when we, you know, started, but I think they were pretty brief questions. Let me pull them up. Right. Well, what are those What are those sweet pricks want to know? Sweet, sweet pricks are made of these. <laughs> Who Wasn't sure where you were going with that. Disagree. So I said, let Power me know if you guys bottle. have any questions for Slick and Thick. And someone goes, how much weight is G-Loss doing the standing thing? I don't know what that's referring to. <laughs> oh, standing here. Yeah. We stand on the we show stand. now. Uh, at, at, least, uh, at least 20 kilos. At least 20 kilos. How much weight have you lost in our friendship? Uh, I don't know. It fluctuates. A significant amount. At least a fifth grader. He's at least lost a fifth grader. <laughs> so what are we talking, grader. like 50 pounds, 100 pounds? Uh, not 100, no. I was, I was down... Uh, probably, probably 50, 50, 50? Pounds, 50 ah, congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, Thank you. Yep. Anything else? Uh, and then someone goes as two days of mushrooms in a row too much. Ooh. No, but it's, it's going to be harder to, it's going to be, you're not going to like, you're going to have to up your dosage. If you do mushrooms, then you're going to have to like probably eat double the amount of mushrooms to feel those mushrooms again. Is that right? For whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But no, it's not too much. That's good. That's great stuff. That's great stuff. I hope you're out in nature. Hope you're doing some good stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, if, if you, I, I mean, if you did it like, if you did it on like a Saturday or a Sunday, then waited a week, you could do the same amount on Saturday and Sunday. But if you're going back to back, you're gonna have to crank those numbers up. Mm. You know what I mean? Them rookie numbers. Mm. Tell me mm. all your thoughts oh, on God. God. Cause I really like to see her. Oh. So let me ask you that before we get out of here. We got two minutes. You want all my thoughts on God? Kind of, but not in two minutes. We'll start off okay. the next one with that. Uh, Keats, next time we're in the city, got to take it. It's one of my favorite bars. It's really fantastic. But I tell Are you what. Are they sponsoring this program? They're not. <laughs> but it's a lot of anxiety when there's like a, like a, a real karaoke joint like that. Like you got to pick the right song for the room, man. You got to you gotta like, oh, yeah. you gotta well, bring you it. You got the cast of Rent. You got to bring it. Dry humping on each other. And, and I, I'll tell you, the one I did that brought the house down. What was it? It was Without Me by Eminem. <laughs> without me. Because it feels so empty without me. It's a it's it's a <laughs> classic. It's like it's like playing the hit. That song's like 25 years old, bro. It's yeah, like playing the hits now. Down for me to everybody, everybody just, just follow me. Because you need a little controversy. Because it, it feels so, so empty without me. Little Hellions, kids feeling rebellious. See, because you don't have to sing. Right. You don't have to have any like you actual have have, talent. You don't have to have pipes. And it's it's more of a nostalgia bomb for the yeah, room. It's kind of a cheat. Everybody so a gets involved. Code. Big cheat. Mm. Big cheat. You got any other cheats for ca Actually, karaoke? I got I got I got one thing. Uh, this this is reminding me to take us out on a on a nice note. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna send this to. 
Ben real quick or um to Christian. Send it to the group if you can. Nah. Little hellions. That's, that's, Kids that's, feeling rebellious. The man, the parents what, what, what is the group? Elvis. What is the group? Quick. Uh slick and thick on Instagram? Yeah, it's uh pre production. Or you mean uh pre production? Max. Yeah. Little hellions. Kids feeling rebellious. Man. Parents still listen to Elvis. I'm just gonna send it to you if it's all right, Christian. Yeah, it's fine. Ooh. I just got offered a job. Hybrid media buyer. 120k. If anybody uh wants a job on site in Boston, you just uh email that guy. They're looking for a producer. Yeah. I got a funny story. One day I'll tell that about valuetainment. I got a very funny story about that. Very funny. I'll tell you off the air. I got, right. th- I got this video here. What we got here? You're gonna sing it. Oh. oh. For love. Uh, uh, uh. Gotta hold on to what we got. It doesn't really matter if we make it or not. We got each other, and that's a lot for us. We'll give it a shot. Listen up. Take my hand. We'll make it, I swear. We're living on a prayer. Nicely done. Good job, homeless guy. Awesome job. Mac brother got soul. To all of the great people listening to us, whether you are a teacher, a nurse, or a truck driver, you're one of the great people that make this country go on. Thank you so much. Sorry. Sorry for Gerard. I'm not. Slide. You know you want to. Slide. Hit him up. Hit him up. For the great. Mickey Gall, for Ben, for Christian, for Natalie back at gas. I am Gerard Michaels. This has been Slick and Thick, and we will see you guys Saturday at 2 o'clock. Peace, love, big kiss.